So how do you create your dream business that creates generational wealth for you and your family and fulfills your true calling and purpose in life and do what you truly love and make the world a better place without feeling burnt out or sacrificing that special time with your family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Hi, I'm Elena Dacus and I'm a founder and CEO of BossyHills.com. And every week I will bring you insights to answer that question. Hi, in today's episode, I want to talk to you about my non-nonsense guide to manifestation. How to manifest what you want in your life and your business uh, in a very practical way. I'm going to break down the woohoo on the woohoo and all the maybe things that may be difficult to grasp in a very practical way. And I want to share my thoughts about how I think about manifestation and how I really, um, h- how I implement manifestation in my life. And I hope that you will find it helpful. So first of all, I think why should we be manifesting and why Actually thinking about what you want, um, setting that intention is really important. And I think it just comes back to this idea of intentional living because the truth is we are always manifesting. We are always vibrating at certain frequency. Whether we like it or not, it's always happening in our life. And I remember I saw a quote somewhere that says, it's interesting, someone said, I've just learned how to manifest for the first time. Well, the truth is we are always manifesting. And it's just the level of awareness whether we know it's happening or not. And certainly what was true in my life, uh, especially throughout uh, my 20s, I lived on a very much like an autopilot. There was lack of intention really in my life. I was going through the motions. I was achieving things. I was doing things. I was living each day on repeat. And really, I was setting goals. I was achieving things, but those goals were not my goals to achieve. They were maybe somebody else's expectations. They were just the thing that everyone else was doing. You know, you were meant to be getting promotion. You were getting, you were meant to be going to university. You were meant to be doing a job. It wasn't, it wasn't the case of actually what is true for you. And it's also, it's only late in life where I really started becoming a lot more intentional about what I want to create in my business, in my life, in my family. And this is where things are really starting to shift. And I really, what I realized is that this idea that we all have an emotional home. We all have an emotional home. And what that, what that means is a certain level of feeling that we used to. So, for example, I grew up in a family that, you know, there's a lot of worry and anxiety. If you know my story, I grew up in a communism time uh, with the you know, collapse of the Soviet Union. And, you know, it was not, I remember in 1991, right, there was like no food in the shops. And that level of anxiety and worry was in the society. And that was people's emotional home and what that means is there's a kind of emotion we're used to feeling on a daily basis it's a very it's very kind of things that people used to you know there's some people maybe their emotional home is feeling depressed very few people there are some that whose emotional home is to be happy to be positive and somehow they seem to be like always happy and they attract more positive things well 
this is really if you understand this this is a really core of manifestation because manifestation is like a radio tuner if you think about it it's um we are as human beings in a way like a radio tuner and we can tune a certain frequency how we will feel and based on how we feel we will vibrate on a certain level so for example if i were to tell you now if you if you imagine you are ready to tune, tune into frequency of feeling feeling very sorry for yourself, could you do that? Could you ex- could you feel what it feels like? What would you be focusing on? What would you be feeling? Or if I told you, well, can you tune into frequency of being silly? Think about maybe when people take picture of a group of pe- people and they say, well, now do a silly smile or do a silly photograph. And what would you do? How would you act? And how you would feel? You see, that feeling is a frequency of being silly. If I tell you now, tune in into feeling of depression. Feel depressed right now. Right? So what would you do? You would focus on certain thoughts and you would put yourself in a state of feeling depressed. And the same thing I tell you now, tune into the frequency of happiness. Tune into the frequency of happiness. What does it feel like? What kind of state you would be? And then you would focus on happy thoughts, on happy memories, and you would tune into that radio station of happiness. And this is really the core because we it's our state that determines this um, what we attract in our life it's kind of this emotional home so for people when you become you know it really comes from a level of awareness if you aware of how you feel most of your time what is the emotional home for you what is the emotion that you're most comfortable with that if i were to look at 80 percent of your days and we were to track your station if we were to track your radio station what you mostly tuned into 80 percent of the time what will it show us is it happiness? Is it gratitude? Is it joyful? Or is it actually feeling sad, feeling negative, feeling feeling pessimistic? What is that frequency? And just from being aware, just observing yourself, you will get a lot, a lot of insights. And of course, you, know, you hear this a lot and it's a cliche for a reason. We attract who we are. And this is, if you think about the way you feel, when you feel depressed and you enter a room of people, you will find people who also feel on the same, who vibrate on the same frequency. If you see a happy, extroverted, cheery, chappy, you probably be like, oh, he's so annoying right now. And you're not going to talk to him. You probably talk to someone who kind of matches your emotional, your emotional home. And this is why you see kind of sad people, maybe meeting other sad people and extroverts connected to other extroverts, happy, smiley jokers, right? this is where they gravitate it's this kind of energetic match is another way of thinking about it it's emotional home and of course what happens is manifestation fundamentally why you hear so many people talking about gratitude that you have to be grateful for you already have the reason why it's important is that when you're grateful you cannot be sorry or sad or feel like you're a victim at the same time. You can't do those. You don't, can't have emotional being grateful and sadness. You can't have be grateful and jealous. You can't have, you can't be grateful and feeling a sense of lack in your life at the same time. It's impossible to have them at the same time. And the gratitude and this station of gratitude is a station of receiving. You know, the reason why we're grateful when someone gives us a gift, 
When someone gives us something really special and powerful and we say thank you, we accept it. So this is the frequency of receiving. This is why the, you know, this idea of actually being grateful is a way of feeling receiving. And when you think about manifestation, um, it's, it's tapping into this feeling of unconditional love, a feeling of gratitude, like what you want is already here. You see, some people think, well, should I be manifesting every day? Should I be manifesting all the time? Well, in the way, the way I think about manifestation is that you create a goal, you want something in your life, and you do visualization exercise. And I actually have a really powerful visualization manifestation, um, kind of like a ritual that I go through. And if you want me to share it, drop me a DM, I will share it with you. Um, and it's really about visualizing what you want as if it's already here. And you have to really spend time in that time in the future. You really think about what it feels like to have it. What are you going to feel like? What, where are you going to be? And really tap into all five senses. You know, the, the more detailed and more specific you can be here, the better. So, I don't know, let's say you want to manifest a house. You need to really, what is it like to step into the house, getting the keys with the front door? I mean, literally, how this how I manifested the house we live in right now, right? Because it was very intentional around what we wanted to create and what the feeling you're going to have when you step into the front room, what the garden is going to look like. And you really do the visualization of what it looks like and then feeling like as if it's already happened in your life. And then attract and think and being grateful for this thing you want already as if it's yours. You do not need to chase it. You do not need to worry about it. Because remember, if it's been created in your mind, it's already been created in the universe. Like you ultimately are the creator, especially as entrepreneur. You're the creator of your reality. So the point where you create it in your mind is the point where it becomes a creation universe. Then it's just a matter of actions, the matter of forward movement to actually realize it but this is when you and it's another way of thinking about it is being grateful it's already there and kind of just accepting the fact that you have done your work it's coming your way and having this certainty that it's just coming and feeling really relaxed about that it's coming this is the bit where most people miss you see most people sometimes they do manifestation they're like oh, i want i want i want i need i need i need i need to have this money in the bank i need i need it and they do it all the time and by saying that i need what you actually highlighted is a sense of lack that you don't have it yet it's like the same thing imagine if you ordered something from amazon you purchase something of from amazon you've ordered you've made an order you've paid for it it's on its way like do you check every five seconds whether it's arrived or not no you don't you trust the process you trust that it will be delivered on time as it always does and that is how you need to be thinking and feeling after you've done a manifestation. You do it once. You don't need to repeat it again. Trust and have the complete confidence that it's coming. It's on its way. The timing is irrelevant. It will be there eventually. It just happens. It's like, it's like sunset and sunrise. You don't chase sunrise and sunset every day. You're like, oh, when is the sun going? Oh, is it going? Please, please, sun go down, sun go down, sunrise, sunrise. No, you trust that it's going to happen. You have full confidence that it's happening. 
You don't need to rush it. You don't need to chase it. It's happening. It's coming. Of course it's coming. You never question it. You're certain about it. And that is the energy that you need to be thinking about. And it gives you such a sense of freedom. You know, that sense of freedom coming, you don't, you never, never lack or neediness because that is just, lack attracts lack, right? If you, if you're in a state of lack, you'll be attracting that lack. So it's the actual the opposite emotion of the less you want something, the more you get it, right? It's because when you, it's like dating, right? The needy people never get dates. People are, oh, uh, that's just too much. And it's the people that are kind of like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. I'm just more chilled, relaxed are the ones that people find most attractive. Well, that is the energy when you not attached to it so much when you actually get it it's like the amazon delivery it's coming it's on the way it's certain you're certain it's coming on the way you don't need to check every five minutes if it's here or not and that is the point and that is a point and also thinking about uh beliefs right you'll be hearing us a lot and we're doing a lot of podcasts around money beliefs and money uh, things but this is actually a lot of people's manifestation is around money but the problem is most people have certain beliefs about money that have been instilled and some stories about money that have been instilled in their childhood and in their life that they're not aware of. And it's those stories that attract similar stories like money is limited. Money's hard to go by. You know, money don't grow on trees. All those beliefs that are ingrained in people and they're not because they're not aware of them, they can't dismantle it. And what is the belief? Belief is no more than someone told you something and you believed it, no longer questioning it. Probably happened at a young age. It was a certain event, a certain, maybe certain scenario, certain circumstance. Sometimes it's the father came home and just had the belief of turn off the lights or, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. And someone told you something, you believed it. And then we go out throughout that life believing that's the case. Well, actually, if we think about it, well, does money have to be difficult? Does it have to? Do you know many people, entrepreneurs, who actually can make a huge amount of money but not working very hard at all? I know plenty of examples. In fact, it's the opposite. The less you hustle, sometimes the more money you make because you focus on what matters. So it's complete the opposite. So the point is the way to destroy those beliefs and realizing those money stories and think about this is in all hundred cases, in all scenarios, would everyone think about the same? Or can we find an evidence? Can we find an illustration, an example where it's not the case? Money has to be difficult. Money has to be humble. You have to work hard for the money. Can we find people that don't do that and are still extremely wealthy and free and financially free and the happiest they've ever been? And actually really nice people. So rich people do not have to be nasty. Actually the nicest people in the world. Money just is amplifier of who you already are. If you're already a good person, you'll be just a good person with a bigger impact on the world with money. If you're a horrible person, money is just going to amplify it. Nothing else. It's just an enabler. It's just an enabler. That's all it is. And a lot of people also, in something to think about in terms of stories is, what do you think you will have when you have that extra income, when you have that extra thing you want to manifest in your life? You know, I was speaking to a friend of mine and we were having this discussion and she was saying, well, for me, money is freedom. 
And we were like, we were diving deeper into that. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, if I have all the money in the world, they'll be free. And then the question was, well, what stops you from feeling free right now? And actually, we started playing with this idea that actually money can't make you free. Think about it, because you're already free. Like, what is it that you're already free? And this is the beautiful thing to realize that that is just it becomes a real fun game. You, if you're not attached to it, it's, if your survival doesn't belong on the money, if you're free with it, you can take different steps. Like imagine what kind of actions would you take if you didn't have those limiting beliefs about money? How would your life be different? How differently would you act? How differently would you act? Journal on that and really think about what is when someone is feels free already, doesn't need the money to be free, but understand that money is a powerful enabler to create an impact and the life they desire. How differently would they act? What kind of risks would they take? What kind of steps would they consider? So hopefully you find this useful. If you do have any questions or any feedback, as always, leave us a review on this podcast. It means the world. Or send me a DM on Bossy Hills Clubs on Instagram. I love chatting with you in the DMs. And ask me any questions you have. Speak to you soon.